שנה טובה. שנה טובה. So wonderful to see all of you here, especially with your hand fans, so I can feel like I'm really in a church. <laughs> can everybody give the hand fan thing? All, there you go, all at the same time. That helps, you know, circulate the energy. There you go. Hine matov manaim shevet achim v'achod yam yachad. It is really beautiful to see all of us here together as one, as one unit, as one, as one heart. So people will be coming in, I imagine, in a steady stream for the next couple of minutes. And so all of you who are here are kind of preheating the shul, which needs no preheating. But on an energetic level, you're setting the tone, the vibration for those who are coming in to do the work that we've all come here this evening and indeed for the next 10 days together in some form or another, we are all going to be doing this kind of work, the work that is called Binyan HaMalchut, the energizing of the God field, as my Rebbe likes to say before I have you running to the door saying, what is a God field and where is it? It simply means in the lineage of those like Iliade and other anthropologists of world religion that there is a ritual, a time, where we come together to do what is called rifu'ah, to do a healing for ourselves and for the planet. Depletion of the planet's resources and our own can only last so long before we need to recalibrate, to re-attune our strings, to vibrate with the frequency that is the highest frequency imaginable for each and every one of us. Basically, reconnecting. Rosh Hashanah and Aser Dimei Tshuvah, the 10 days that are limbed by Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur are essentially a period of chiropractic adjustment on the spine of your soul, so to speak. Yeah, how's that for, hmm, there you go. That's good, huh? I don't know where that came from. Every now and then, I don't know about you, but I get a little crick. Something in my life, I'm carrying something in the wrong way. My body isn't holding itself together. And all of a sudden, I'm out. Something's out. And so think of Rosh Hashanah as a way of adjusting yourselves with some help, getting by with some help from your friends, to find that place inside of you that is in need of straightening out, of, I like to use the metaphor of opening. It's hard to keep yourself open, isn't it? It's hard week to week, that's just why we have Shabbat. But on a yearly level, it's hard all of the small moments that accrue, all of the moments of closing, all of the moments of forgetting. And so Rosh Hashanah is called Yom HaZikaron, the day of remembering, of remembering that which is true, that which is real, that which is so often forgotten in the rapid pace that we live in. So if some of you are asking 
That's all nice, Rabbi. But please, I just got here. Can't we just say something nice? Something poochy moochy. So let me tell you something nice. Tonight's service will only be an hour and 15 minutes. But if you, like me, feel so often that the heart is closing in on itself, if you, like me, often wonder how you could have gone from being so open to being so closed, if you, like me, wonder where to begin, this poem from Amir Gilboa, אני מתפלל מתוך הלב סידור קרואה שוליים וכל המילים החסרות אני רואן מתעופפות כבר זמן רב מתעופפות ומבקשות מנוח לכף הרגל איך אביא להן מזור ולב סידורי אכול שוליים עזל וערום I pray from a siddur which is in my heart, one with torn edges and all its missing words I see have long since vanished, flying away and seeking a resting place. How shall I bring a bandage for them when my heart's siddur with eaten edges still goes naked? We come on Rosh Hashanah with our worn heart as its siddur. Our worn heart with its edges and with its frayed hopes. Our hearts, that soft, tender place inside each and every one of us that knows the way, that knows the way to open that knows the way to soften, that knows the way to remind us of its secrets. So before you, you will find a book full of more words than imaginable, probably more words in the Machzor, in your prayer book, than in the entire Jewish liturgy combined. And I remember growing up in my synagogue in, in Long Island, there would be two little stands with kids sitting next to them, flipping the pages so, for everyone that got lost. <laughs> Where are they now? 4.53. Where are they now? 5.64. How many more until we're over? The words of the Machzor, the words of your Sidur, of your prayer book, are meant to be a recipe, but not the meal. You'll find all kinds of delicacies, things that are connecting you with gratitude and praise, introspective moments that allow you to go inside, prayers that are well-known like the Shema and prayers that are less well-known. All of that found in this beautiful recipe book. 
but please don't eat the recipe book. Use the machzor as a way in, as a way of finding how to soften and ask yourself the right questions. If you find yourself lost, as my dear friend Yitzchak Buxbaum would say, you might close your eyes and just ask God or Spirit to open your heart. Whatever you do, please know that there are no obligations here to sing along, although we would love your voice. There are no obligations to finish everything on your plate, although you might feel you need to. What's most important, our tradition says, is Rahmana liba ba'e. The merciful one asks only for the heart. And so we do this work individually over the next 10 days, and particularly over Rosh Hashanah. But very specifically, Rosh Hashanah and the entire Yamim Noraim asks us to see ourselves as part of a larger continuum, a larger group. All of our prayers, or at least most of them, are in the plural. Please, we, 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 all of us together. There's a story about the, the great Rav Chaim of Sanz. Rav Chaim of Sanz, the Sanz of Rav, was once asked about this particular peculiar habit of such focus on community, on collectivity during this time of the year. And he was wont to tell this parable. I think it's instructive for all of us as we gather here this evening. A sojourner had been wandering about in a forest for a number of days, not knowing which was the right way out of the forest. Suddenly, he saw someone approaching him. His heart was filled with anticipation. Now I will learn which is the right way, he thought. When they met each other, he said to the other, tell me, my brother, my friend, it's been a number of days and I've been lost here in this forest. Can you tell me the way out? Hmm. He said to him, Amarlo achi, af ani eni yodea, sh'af ani to'ekan, kvar yamim harbei. Ela omar lecha, b'derech shehalachti ani, ani al telech ata, shebederech zu to'im. He said to him, listen, my friend, I've been lost in this forest also for a couple of days, and I don't know the way out. But one thing I can tell you, the way, uh, the way that I went, don't go.
The sons of Rav ended the story and said, my friends, together we need to find a new way because I know that the way that I came in won't get me out and the way that you came in won't get us out. But together, maybe we can get each other out. So here it is. Whether you're ready or not, whether you've been waiting with bated breath from the ninth day of Av, or you're just walking in and saying, here I am. The words of the great prophet stand true for all of us this evening, and in fact, for the entire period. I'll let him say what he says so well. Some folks' lives roll easy as a breeze, drifting through a summer night, heading for a sunny day. But most folks' lives, oh, they stumble, Lord, they fall. Through no fault of their own, most folks never catch their stars. And so here I am, Lord, here we are. I'm knocking at your place of business, and I know I ain't got no business here. But you said if I ever got so low I was busted, you could be trusted. We come together because it's that time of the year to acknowledge and also celebrate that at least if we're lost in the forest, together we might find a way out. Please join me with that melody that is Rosh Hashanah for all of us, right? The Rosh Hashanah melody. <laughs> 